0: Marriages are wonderful, incredible things, and sadly, here recently, it seems as if the marriage rates have just gone through the roof. Now, have they really? No, but they've been on a really steep upward trajectory, and so why do marriages fall apart? That's what we're going to be talking about this week on episode number 82 of The Relaxed Male. Mm -hmm. Hey man, hello and welcome to the Relaxed Mail I am your host Brian, and this is a show that each week we help men to get out of their own way, to help them find their why embrace that that passion that's been buried deep inside of them so they can live their life on their own terms, be able to breathe, relax, and enjoy life instead of just you know, grinding their soul away to, uh, to the, to the time that they, they end up dying. There are so many things that we end up missing and, and lose. And we end up having such a, a, a poor outlook at life that I want to try to help those guys to actually see that no life can be incredible and great and awesome. And that's what I've been doing here for the past 80. Well, this is the 82nd episode, so What is it that that we're going to be talking about this week is marriages, and sadly, a lot of marriages fall apart. They just—I think the divorce rate on marriages is is like sixty-two percent or something like that, or it's it's a high number. And then if you get married again, the high number, that number just you know doubles in itself, and those with even third marriages, they're even higher. Uh, uh, they get a higher percent chance of that they're going to actually just fall apart and 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 crumble and crash and burn. And that's what we're going to tackle this week. Why is it, and how we can actually some things we can probably do, not probably, some things that we can do to actually be able to to fix that. Uh, to see if we can correct that and swap that around. And you know, maybe you've got a marriage that's on the rocks, and maybe we can help start correcting that. And uh, showing the wife that hey, life is better when you are married with me. It's not quite as dull and 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 boring as as it seems. But before we actually do that, I want to talk about uh, an event that is actually going to be coming up here in oh shoot, a little over a month. We on in August fifth uh, through the eighth. If you haven't set uh, booked your uh, your your time or booked a uh, the set of set this up. I can't talk today and I apologize. <laughs> I have had one heck of a week and I will talk about or heck of a day actually yesterday. And um, we'll talk about that here, here in just a second. I just want to talk about uh, operations tears of the 22 off the hardball. This is for the veterans. This is an event. If you're a veteran, you get to come and unwind. Disconnect and let your mind reset itself by getting out in nature and just enjoying the heck out of uh, life. Just you're it's there, not to raise awareness of a whole uh, of anything really. Well, it's major, but uh, to we're not you know we're not ba- they're not going to be beating your head over beating you over the head with. Like I said, I can't talk today, and I don't know why. Well, I do know why, but <laughs> they're not. There to just, you know, pound on you saying we've got to correct this, we've got to correct this. This is actually not to this is well, it's to help raise awareness of the 22 veterans a day that die, but this is more of those veterans that we have still on the earth, whether it's you know, the way back in World War II, uh, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, you know, the Middle East wars that we've had here recently. Any of those wars, you know, if you have been in the armed services anytime, they the uh, the guys, uh, Rich and, and Matt, they want you to come to Bird Adventure Center in uh, the beautiful Ozarks uh, in Arkansas and just unwind. Let your mind rest for a moment. Take the, all the worries, the, the fears, everything that's been plaguing you for the past for the past years and give you a chance to just set that aside not think about it for three days and you can do that and enjoy some incredible jeep rides they've got a uh some jeep clubs coming up and just going to be giving the veterans rides up and down some apparently insane jeep trails uh there is places to, for you to be able to camp we're gonna there's gonna be live music i'm gonna talk there uh and see if i can help uh to help shift some of the mindset of of our armed service our armed forces our veterans those guys who put their life on the line for for this great country and it is like i said it's over at the bird adventure center for august uh fifth through the eighth, and there's gonna be food you know, camping good time. We're going to start going to show up all smelling nice. And by the time we leave, we're we're going to, we're going to smell like each other. So <laughs> this is, this is going to be a, a great time. I am so excited about what, uh, what this is coming to be. If you are interested, you can go to relaxedmail.com forward slash hardball. And that will take you over to their, to their event page where you can actually sign up. If you are wanting to come and help out, uh, help and partake in the, in the fun and all that, and you just want to reset and you're not veteran, that's cool too. They're not charging a whole crap ton of money. I think it's like 20, 30 bucks, something like that. I'll have to double check, but it is, we want everybody to come. And if you are going to be in the Arkansas area around that time come by, man, have have a hell of a good time. If you are, you know, living over in California or whatever, and you just, and you're feeling the weight of the world weighing on your shoulders, please, please, man, come hang out with us. We are the, the, everybody there is going to be, you know, be military minded. And we can, there's going to be guys there that you can, who aren't going to be, you know, psychiatrist or, or, or therapist or anything like that. They're just going to be the average Joe sitting next to you, knowing that you're going through a hell of a lot and that they want to help you and they want to uh, encourage you and be. And join up with the with the brother of Ar- at, at arms and help form and build new friendships and where y'all can start getting together and doing things yourselves. This is such an amazing and important event, and I do I request that y'all all come come down, enjoy, have a fun time. I'm going to be there. I'll be uh, like I said. I'll be talking. I'll be probably trying to uh, trying out my uh, trying my hand at a little fly fishing, and so there's uh, you you're going to enjoy it it's it's going to be a a heck of a good time and i i want y'all to be there so come by again go over to relaxmail.com forward slash hardball and you will it'll take you over to where you can get all the uh all the details all right so what's been going on this week holy crow well this week itself was good it was not nothing terribly horrible happening (laughs) up until yesterday on saturday i'm recording this uh, actually on father's day Um, and, uh, we were needing to make a little run over to, uh, Amarillo, uh, and do some, uh, do some shopping, get some stuff done, uh, uh, bought and things for a, 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 vacation that I'm supposed to be going on here at the end of next week. Well, I got a father's day present instead, and I, whether I wanted a father's day present or not, and it's an expensive father's day present. I, my, our, uh, we've been driving around in a 200 uh 200 a 2007 uh Jeep Grand Cherokee and she has been a trooper she just kept on going she had problems she she loves eating relays for some reason uh, or she did eat, love eating relays and she would so from time to time usually somewhere in the summer one of her relays would just crap out and we'd have problems getting her started so i you know the relays were cheap. So I've just, you know, had three or four that always set, had in the, in the Jeep. And so we just start swapping out <laughs> relays and eventually she'd be up and she'd go and she'd run and be just smashing. Well, she, she died that our, our Jeep died yesterday. Uh, and it was, uh, it was a, a sort of a quiet death. Um, she did let us know that she was going uh, about, uh, I don't know, probably about 30 minutes outside of, uh, outside of Amarillo. She just started acting weird. And so got to, uh, the first truck stop that we could get to, uh, there in Amarillo. We, uh, pulled in and didn't even get pulled in. As soon as we hit, uh, stopped at the stop sign there to make the turn, she died. She, she fought, she carried us all the way to the, uh, to as far as she could go, which uh, which was great because it was easy to get her pushed out of the way to a place where she could get picked up. And we went ahead and took her over to see if we could get her fixed. Uh, but apparently it was, uh, something with, uh, um, with the engine head, because uh, they weren't getting any either cylinder cracked or something, something went, uh, fell apart on her and uh they were gone yeah well yeah we can get it fixed uh you're either going to need one of two things either it's going to be a a involved uh fix and that's going to be about you know twenty five hundred dollars or it's going to end up being a new engine which is going to be you know it's a new freaking engine so it's probably like ten thousand dollars or something or six or eight thousand you know it's going to be a freaking boatload of money. And we were just like, Well, don't have that kind of cash. And so we ran over to the place where the same place where we bought the uh bought the Jeep and looked around and found a uh, Mazda CX nine touring edition. Um paid a little more than what we were really wanting to pay for a new car. But it wasn't I mean it wasn't like forty thousand dollars. It was, you know, it was pretty high though. Um because we were wanting you know maybe 21,000 and she was uh 27 yeah about 27,000 so but she's only five years old so we got a 2016 uh, uh mazda cx uh nine touring edition and Good grief, dude. That thing's a freaking space shuttle inside. I, we've got, and I, all I could think of on the drive home. Cause I mean, if you've got everything from when you make a left or a right hand turn and you've got your headlights on the headlights turn with you <laughs> as you, t- as you make the turn. So they come over so you can actually see what kind of what you're turning into. And so, and all I could think of is all the stuff that could break on this. And so I, I had to I have to fight myself with the, uh, cause the, I believe the laws of of attraction actually kind of killed the uh, killed the Jeep because for the past month, um, anytime I ran over to like Lawton or something place like that, I all of a sudden would get this overwhelming feeling feeling that the Jeep was going to die on us suddenly. And I would catch myself going, thinking that and going, no, 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 that's not true. That's not really going to happen. Tried to turn it off, but I think I, I must have thought it a few too many times. And, and, uh, so the, the universe answered and, and killed my Jeep off. So, but anyhow, so I've got a Father's Day present, beautiful black, uh, black new, uh, new SUV. I've never had a Mazda before, so I don't know what to expect with a Mazda, but, you know, that's, that's it. So, but anyhow, that's all that I'm going to do for on the on the yabbering (laughs) for today. Um, Each week, uh, well, you know, I got jumped into there and I completely forgot to do the rest of the intro, didn't I? So, but that's okay. Um, If you are new to the show, man, I want to appreciate you coming over here. And especially, normally we don't do the whole. Uh, hey, what's happening in my life thing. That was just something that was really big. And I just wanted to talk about it for, for, uh, just, just for sharing. <laughs> I have a tendency to share too much. So, but anyhow, so we got, um, if you're new to the show, you have, uh, congratulations for finding the show. Thank you very much for listening to the show and thank you for making it past my little rambling portion right there. Um, each week, uh, we take the, uh, we take a a question and that question, if it comes from you and you can actually send me a question anytime you like, you can go to relaxedmail.com forward slash contact and uh, shoot a email to me that way. Or you can actually just, you know, go to Gmail or whatever uh, email client you have and just go send an email over to Brian with a Y at relaxedmail.com and ask a question that way. And I will take those questions and I'll find one that uh, I think kind of fits and, and or I just really would like to answer. And then I go through and answer it on this show here. If for whatever reason I don't, I take the the, the questions from Cora. And so I'm Go through and I take, and that's what's going to happen this week is I didn't get any question coming in. So we, uh, we've got a core question, but before I jump in there, I just want to mention that uh, the question of the week is brought to you by the Brotherhood of Men. This is a men's group that I have put together to help us become better men. We are so many times we're so busy. We have, we are focused in on our families and our kids and the jobs that we are, we go to. That we end up not taking care of ourselves, and that's what the Brotherhood of Men is about. It's about getting our four pillars of masculinity and men uh, and a manliness built back up, taken care of, and ta- turned into a and, and apply those uh, those skills to making our lives even better. And the Brotherhood of Men is a group that I've got four different groups. You can actually choose which one fits you best. We do a Tuesday morning, Tuesday evening, and a Thursday morning, Thursday evening. And they are there right now. We're there's a couple of pl- a couple of them where there no one's taken on. So if you actually want to have some one on one coaching for a really inexpensive price, <laughs> you can you can do the Tuesday morning. Uh, nobody wants to do anything on Tuesday, so we can do Tuesday or Tuesday night. So we have those, uh, those times, uh, available that are just completely empty, but I'm trying to get this, this filled up. I want these four, four groups filled up with men who are dedicated to helping each other out. We are wanting to make sure that you have the, uh, The skills and the the ability to to lead your family in in a strong, productive, uh, and uh, and and caring way, and that's what the Brotherhood of Men is about. We we help each other. We build each other. We are a band of brothers. You will develop deep friendships if you're one of us types of guys who you've realized, dude, I don't have any friends, or I've got one two friends and that I can rely on. Well, again, the Brotherhood of Men is a place that you will come for the experience. You will stay with for the friendships and the relationships that you develop here. Uh, there's things that I've got planned with the Brotherhood of Men down the road that will, if you're in here and you've been here for a while, you will definitely in, uh, uh, benefit from some of the uh, some of the other uh, perks and and tidbits that and and. Items that are going to be coming about uh, through the Brotherhood of Men when we get start getting everybody filled up. So, with that, let's go ahead and let's jump into our our question. And our question, like I said, came from Cora, and it is: Why is the divorce rate so high, especially in Western countries? If love marriages work, well, love marriages do work. I will give you give the the, the, the person who asked this question that it they do work. But why do they fall apart? Well. Um, there's a there's several different theories that actually go into why my big one is there's two. And I mentioned one in the, my response to the, uh, to the person who asked the question. Uh, but the second one kind of came about kind of sort resurfaced. Oh, uh, probably about four or five days after I actually wrote the response to this. And the first and the main one is because of the no fault divorce that was put into place back in like 1968 or 69, yeah, 1969, um, by actually one of our greatest presidents. And it was, it was when he was the, the governor of California and Ronald Reagan actually put this into California law. Um, and because he was trying his intention. And this is one of those, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. His intention was to keep people from doing some of the horrendous stuff that they did to try to get to qualify for a divorce. They were, uh, try so many different really low things and they still do those same low things even now. So now the no fault divorce didn't actually fix anything. And it just caused the divorces to actually increase exponentially. And a no fault divorce is basically beforehand. There was, you know, there were, he had to, if he had an affair, um, uh, there were different reasons, actual legal reasons that you could get divorced beforehand. Divorces were pretty much a binding contract you said i do and she said i do and y'all bought it out and that's one reason why our great grandparents and our grandparents stuck together so long because they were from that area where you got once you got married you stuck it out you if y'all ha- were having a problem well you better figure out how to get that problem fixed but nowadays they don't there's there's uh, People who get, you know, celebrities, they get married and two months later, they're like, ah, yeah, it just wasn't working. And and they they separate. And so it's, that's the number one reason is because divorce rates have skyrocketed ever since 1969. They have gone up and up and up. And now, you know, interestingly enough, women actually initiate around 80% of all the divorces that are going on today. Now, the other reason why divorces have um, have skyrocketed and have gone up is actually it's more of a again it's a, a the government has stuck its finger into something that it didn't need to be sticking its finger into, and it is all around uh, the great society and the great society has decimated um, the uh, the American family because now you don't have to have a husband around to provide for you. You have Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam will give you the money needed for food. Uncle Sam will give you. You don't have to worry about uh, taking care of that baby because Uncle Sam will come in and will help you out. And there's a big problem with that because now guys aren't being held nearly as responsible for for the, the children that they, bur- that they produce. Uh, women don't have to worry about uh who it is that they're actually uh sleeping with they can easily just go oh okay well I'm pregnant now I don't need you in my life I'm just going to go and they use the the system for more of a of a reason to not get married that's they're, they're, they're more they can make more they can have more uh more money coming in if they don't don't marry and so the great society is probably more responsible for people not getting married these days as opposed to why the divorces are actually happening the divorces are mainly because of the no-fault divorce but why are the why are divorces becoming so great well there are several different reasons uh and most of them center and guys you ain't gonna like this but a lot of them center around us we are that's one reason why I use the analogy of a pillar. We have the four pillars, the four fields that a man has to be, uh, has to make sure that he is always working on. And these are, are integral to a, to a marriage working to, to a marriage becoming successful because a lot of times today uh, with the ways people are, look at men and the way people treat men a lot of times men just they think that what and men have developed the wrong thought that all they have to do is they have to go out they have to work they come home they bring uh, bring home a paycheck and that's all they need to do they can sit on their butt and watch television now that's a general a general oversimplification i do understand But because I'm not going to go and cover every type of scenario for times reasons, we're going to stick with the oversimplification. But men, we and I'm guilty of doing it, too. It's where you got home and you're just all right, sit down. You either pick up a video game controller or you turn on the television and you do this and wife needs you to do that. Something. All right, fine. You get up and you may go do it. And you, You know, on Saturday might be lawn mowing day and you just you kind of do just the bare minimum you're not doing anything to work on and build your, your marriage and guys sit around and they, we've developed a lot of, of grown boys and we've developed a lot of guys who are very good at dealing with a victim mindset or not dealing, but just having a victim mindset. And so these guys all of a sudden went you, know, I, go on to uh, the different uh, divorce support groups that I'm a part of. I see men all the time, eight, nine, ten, or more a day will almost say verbatim, word for word, well, I just got handed divorce papers. This is such a shock. I thought we had a good marriage. Yeah, you thought you had a good marriage. Why did you not know? Because you weren't doing your job you weren't communicating that's one of the things that really breaks down and that's where so many so many of the problems come into play we don't communicate we don't talk we don't have the level of communication level of of connection that you really need to keep working on marriage isn't a set it and forget it type of deal it's not a a Ronco product it is something that's been going on for thousands thousands of years and there are – and the heart of all those problems are actually the fact that uh, the men don't fall, focus in on the four pillars of, of a relaxed male, The four pillar, these four pillars of masculinity. Those four pillars are a man's mind, a man's body, a man's soul, and a man's community. Now, you've heard – everybody talks about mind, body, soul. And community is one that doesn't, it gets left out a lot. But a man's mind, this is – guys – you get home, you sit down, you plop down in front of the television, you watch football on Monday and Sundays and Saturdays and Wednesdays. And I think they even got games on Thursdays now. You've got, you know, sports going on all the time now. OK, now, granted, I will admit I am not a sports person. I see sports and I'm like, uh, there is more important things to be doing in my life than watching a bunch of guys carry or bounce or throw or punt or kick or Whatever it is, uh, they do with a with an object, typically a ball, from one end of a field or court uh, to the other. That yeah, I I understand the excitement that it generates because I have been to sports uh, sports sporting events before. But again, can't talk. And there, I mean, yeah. It does get exciting. I, I've gone even to I, I enjoy myself whenever I go to like you know high school football or high school basketball games. They're fun. I get to understand it but there are for me there are more important things going on than watching a kid you know and watching people bash each other over the head with a, uh, for the uh, control of a ball. And so when it comes to man's mind, we stop learning. A man men need to actually grab nonfiction books and a combination of nonfiction and fiction. Fiction as its perks also. You need to just let your mind re, uh, relax, unwind, go to a uh, a weird, strange world, whether it's you know, full of horrors of uh Stephen King uh of Stephen King's uh Castle Rock or you're, you know, trekking across uh Middle Earth there's you know there's a lot of great things that happen in fiction books but do not make your life and your reading habit strictly around fiction because there's a lot of incredible information being picked up out of autobiographies and biographies themselves get to learn what great men did to become great and a lot of times you'll find out that there're things that you can actually do there are books that help you like uh last week I, on the show I had John Tang and his uh hero mindset I've had uh Triline on talking about um this book'll make you dangerous these are uh these are books that will help you to understand you as a man you and things and different events that are happening in your life there if you're wanting a better to communicate with your wife better there are books out there on communicating better you can take up some of the classics like um you know seven habits of highly effective people how to win friends and influence people people th- shy away from that book because they think that it is something that is supposed to be you know something smarmy about it because you're in you're you know how to win friends so you're you're doing something underhanded no it's it tells you how to actually become a likable person, how people, how you can become, uh, come around to actually enjoying having people to look forward to seeing you. And, uh, when you become a friend to a person, you become an influencer to that person. So how to win friends and influence people is a great book. That was not just, you know, something that came pouring up, popping out of Dale Carnegie's head. He actually sat down with, uh, uh, with quite a few of the, uh, well-known, uh, rich people and highly successful people and interviewed them and found out what, what it was that they did and found several, uh, several key points that they were, that they always were mentioning. And so because of that, they, he was able to put to piece together this, uh, this, uh, how to win friends and influence people. He's got several other books that he's put out also that help help you out tremendously there's so many incredible uh useful books you want to learn about uh, finance there's books out there on finance how to how to to, uh invest in the stock market how to you can become educated in anything anything you're interested in you want to do woodworking there are books about woodworking there's you know there's youtube channels dedicated to nothing about other than how to make the perfect dovetail you know uh dovetail uh I say I don't do much woodworking but um uh joint dovetail joint thank you <laughs> <clears throat> There are so many different things out there that if all you have to do is have a touch of curiosity, want to learn about it and sit down and you don't, I I get it. We are, our mind and our brains are so used to the phone and the television and the tablets and the computer and the video games and all these other things that whenever we get around to sitting around to try to read a book, all of a sudden our mind's going, Oh, it's time to settle down, time to slow down, time to sleep. <laughs> and so a lot of guys have the very common problem of, I can, I can't, I get three pages in and I fall asleep. Well, that's one reason why you fall asleep is because you say you fall asleep. You've told your, you've programmed your mind to go, Oh, we're reading a book. Book means sleep. So let's go to bed. All right. But if you were to change your programming and start saying, you know what? I am someone who reads. 10 pages. That's all you have to do. Read 10 pages. Most books John Ting's is a is a fairly thick book. But, you know, you can you've got 515 plus uh, pages, not by much more than that. But so that'd be 10 pages a day. That's, you know, 50 days. That's less than 2 months of reading through a book go on 10 pages a day. You can make it through. You don't have to read a book a week. And actually, I don't ever recommend people to read a book a week. Read the book as fast as you need and write down the lessons that you learn from that, especially if it's in a nonfiction. Write in the margins. I know, I know you, you're the librarians around are going, oh my God, they're freaking out and you don't need to actually worry about what those librarians are, worry, are thinking. Those are public books. You don't write on the in the margins on your books that you own. Write write them up. Take uh, highlighters and start marking the tar out of them. Those they're they're to be consumed. And when you mark in them and you write in them and you put jot down notes on them, you're doing just that. You're consuming that book. You're learning the riches that that book has. So feed your mind. Feed your mind, talk to people, get to in, involved in groups that are, uh, help expand. So if you want do like woodworking or you're doing something like, uh, like, uh, uh, I was going to say metallurgy, but that's not it. Uh, blacksmithing. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> who, Yeah. Yes, yesterday was a humdinger and they, and if you continue, you can, learn, uh, take, uh, blacksmith groups. There's blacksmith classes. Just get out there and start learning that learning creates The, the confidence that you need to be able to do other things, but it also creates a, d- helps you find what your passion is and your passion feeds into the, uh, the third pillar, which is, which is a man's soul. The second pillar though, is the man's body. And the man's body is one of those things that, you know, you hear people talk, well, people like dad bots. No, in all reality, women don't like dad bots. They, now they don't, they may not be for, you know, the muscle bound, you know, hard as a rock type of guy. And okay, that I understand, but you want a guy who is going to be able to protect. It, it, she's going to want a guy who can protect her and the kids. And if you are, you know, a hundred pounds overweight, guess what? You're not going to be able to protect her. You might be able to do a little bit of fighting them off for a little while, but eventually you're going to get tired because you're sitting there swinging around an extra hundred pounds. Extra 50 pounds is actually quite, is too much. I know this because I'm trying to ditch an extra 50 pounds. We, when you are overweight, believe it or not women don't really find you as, as sexually appealing as, uh, as someone who is in shape, who is fit and who is taking care of himself. If he's taking care of himself, he's showing you're, you're showing your wife that you are dedicated to her and that you're going to try to live as long as humanly possible. If you are just, you know, you're 50, a hundred, 200 pounds overweight, you're, you know, you're not taking care of yourself. You're, you're slowly trying to kill yourself and that's the, where the problem comes into play. So uh, you, a little, slightly soft guy. Okay. He doesn't need to have, you know, 3% body fat. You, if you're in shape though, you can sit there and you can do, you know, a hundred pushups uh, uh, in a day. You can do, you know, a hundred situps. You can, you do, uh, you can do a hundred burpees, those things are, you know, if you're able to do those and you're able to maintain those and you're able to build your body strength that way, you're not going to ditch all the all the body fat, but you're going to, you're going to have muscle and you're going to have strength and you're going to have the endurance that is needed to be able to protect your wife and kids. And so, yes, women like for a man's body to be in shape. You need to be able to live as long as possible. Uh The odds are already stacked against us in our, in that our life is. Nowhere near as long as, well, it's almost as long as a, as a woman's, but a woman typically, I think lives, what, 10, five to 10 years longer than, than men. So get into shape. Now, the man's soul is the third pillar. That soul, a man's soul is the ability to be, to produce stuff, not just kids, but you know, you find we are, uh, children of God. If you're, if you're a Christian. God is also known as the creator. So if we are made in the image of God, that means we are, it is built in us that we must create stuff also. Now that can be dang near anything. That can be a movement like what I'm trying to build uh, these days. It can be uh, a blog, which I'm also doing. It could be a YouTube channel. It can be um, a a coffee table. It can be, uh, you know, horseshoes. you can build anything. You can build a business. You can build a charity, build something, something that feeds you something that just ex- really excites you. One of the things you can do, if you're wondering and trying to figure out what's, what feeds your soul, f- go out and start paying attention. When you get yourself lost in a task, when all of a sudden you're down there, you're doing something. The next thing, you know, four hours have passed and you're like going, dude, I'm not, Wow. I didn't realize I got this much done. Whoa. You're, when you find that you enter into the flow in a particular task, that is a not, not necessarily the case of what your true passion is, but it is a, but it fits in with who you are very nicely. And so that's a, definitely a good clue as to what you, what your passion is. Think back on what you love to do as a kid and what is it that you liked? Uh, people were you were very noted in doing if you have problems uh looking thinking back that far ask uh, your brothers sisters parents they can often tell you hey oh you used to sit and play with uh play with star wars uh days on end well what were you doing with the star wars well you were making your own adventures maybe you need to be maybe you're supposed to be a storyteller maybe uh they couldn't keep crayons and watercolors out of your hand. So maybe you actually need to start doing some painting. There are things out there that you can do and the your clues that your parents have and, and your brothers and sisters have, they're they can help you to find what your what it is that feeds your soul. And you don't have to make money off of the things you do for your feeding your soul. It could just be a hobby. Maybe you like flying RC planes. Okay. You're not going to have anybody come by and go, well, so how much, uh, how much, how much money do you make off of flying that plane, flying that RC plane? Nothing. I enjoy seeing if I can get a, you know, uh, uh, a scale model of a, a C 130 to do a loop to loop. You know, it's, you, it's just things that you want to do. And these are the what feels, feeds your soul. You get curious. You look into something, you discover it, and then you take it, uh, you, you soak it all in. And from there you expand and expand and you, you enjoy. And that's again, that's feeding your soul. Now, the last one is the big one. It's the man's community. It's almost as if the moment you say, I do that means, Oh, Hey, I am done being hanging out with a bunch of guy friends. Now, sometimes you will have some friends who hang out and they still stay close, but most of the time we seem to forsake our friends and we just leave and we. Uh, and we stop seeing them, and all, next thing you know, twenty years has gone down the road, and your wife has decided she's done with uh, done with you, and you're you're throwing underwear on the floor every night that uh, she's leaving, and you go, oh, well, I need someone to talk to, and so you go to call up your friends, and you realize you don't have any friends, or you may have one, and but he's not the you know he's not a close 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 friend, he's just he's someone who y'all you talk with, uh, during, uh, during lunchtime while, while y'all, uh, uh, are on lunch break. It's, you don't have a band of brothers and that's where a lot of the problems come into place is that, uh, that band of brothers just does not, um, just does not exist for us. So those, are uh, those, We need to have a a community. You need to start building up a band of brothers, like having a, uh, uh, joining up with, uh, like the, the, the brotherhood of men. That's a good place to start. We can at least get you setting in the right direction to where you can find a, 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 uh, a group of men that you can meet with weekly in your area but there's a lot of different reasons that the marriage falls apart. And I'm actually, I'm jumping into the uh, main topic because I realized I've been talking for quite a while just on that, <laughs> on the answer to uh, this week's question. So let's uh, let's go ahead and cap it on that. The reason why marriages fail is because men have stopped doing things that men need to do. That's it flat out. That's what the main problem uh, of it is. And if we were to shore up those four pillars, and change some of the other items that we're going to be talking about in the next section. You will find that you can actually do a, uh, do a lot to take your marriage, flip it around and find that it is just absolutely a wonderful event and wonderful to have in your life. So now with that, let's go jumping over into the main topic. Uh, why do marriages fail? Well, marriages fail a lot of reasons because of what I just talked about why divorces happen because of men don't take care of their, their four main pillars, but there's a few other reasons. Biggest one being, or not even the biggest one, but one of the big ones is that the victim mindset men, you you can't be respected when you are a victim. Victims do not get respect. They do not have respect. They cannot generate respect when they're playing the victim. Playing the victim means that the wife has to take go off and put the pants on. You are no longer the wearer of the pants. You are now just, you know, just a guy. You're you're just somebody that's hanging out and living in the in the house. And I know what that victim mindset does. I did that victim mindset a whole lot. And it was centered all around the fact that my wife was having, you know, she was having woman problems and I was all been out of shape because she didn't want to have sex as much. And that victim mindset grew and grew and grew until it was just, you know, it was just, it was the marriage was just, uh, it was just us being roommates. And there's a lot of problems with that because, you know, she may decide, turn around and decide, you know what, I'm tired of having a roommate. I want to have someone I can have a life, uh, have an adventure and uh, adventurous life with. Well, if I'm sitting there being a, playing a victim, I'm not going to want to go off on an adventure because what if this goes wrong or what if that goes wrong? What if, what if you go out out into the world and you have a great time, you know, the victim mindset is all about them it's not about anybody else it is all about them and that victim mindset sucks the life out of a, out of a marriage every time and you hear these guys like i said when they uh, in the uh divorce support groups they're all well i don't understand why she why she left i are up I do everything that I can. I, I work and I, I lift, uh, you know, I do all this other stuff. And when I get home, I mow the lawn, I cook the cook everything and blah, blah, And he goes on and they make huge lists of everything that they do. And then she was ungrateful and she left. Well, no, there's actually a big reason why she up and left. And that's the thing that most of us men and actually a lot of women don't realize we have. We each have a, an emotional tank. And this uh, emotional tank uh, analogy actually came from uh, uh, Gary Chapman, and he wrote a book called The Five Love Lang- Languages. And when you can speak those love languages, you're actually making deposits into your wife's uh, love uh, emotional tank. Now, i kind of graced upon this by accident before because I was talking about, um, talking about how you need to develop um, – Emotionally, you have an emotional balance. You, so we all have kind of like a, a store, a, an emotional bank inside of us. We have to make deposits of emotional, uh, contributions. And this is actually a, a, you can uh, look at it that way with the five love languages too. You need to make sure that your balance, emotional balance is in the positive. You don't want to be running a negative balance because eventually that person's going to give up and just leave. Now, the five different love languages are gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and physical touch. Now, most of us guys, there, we probably, is our primary or secondary love language is a physical touch. Yes, most people have at least two. Some may even have three that really resonate with them gifts this is giving uh, if your wife likes to make sure that she gives gifts she's always making sure that there's a gift given to you that's probably her love language and if you're not giving her gifts on a regular basis you're probably she's probably running out of her her emotional balance is getting low quality time that's that one that a lot of i think this is the one a lot of women actually have they want quality time of, of where you just sit and you listen to them, you talk and you share your day. You don't have to go into all the details, but you know, share and be able to emotionally connect with them. Don't, you know, fix problems. You're just to there, just to stare in each other's eyes. Maybe it's, um, she likes to where likes it, where y'all just sit and watch a particular show, whether you like the show or not, it's not, not the case. Maybe she wants to sit and watch the show with you to her. That is a bit of quality time. She just wants to be with you in the same room. Uh, words of affirmation. That's that. Ada boy. Hey, you're doing a great job. A lot of guys like the words of affirmation too. A lot of women like the words of affirmation too. We want to be told that we're doing a good job. And so, if you're if you're finding that you're that the that she's uh, always giving you compliments and stuff, is probably good. You need to be giving her words of affirmation. Man, you went out and you. Got all those bills paid? You just amazing that you how how well you do that. You know, give them words of affirmation, but make sure that they're meaningful and not just well. You look nice today, and you not even look at her. Acts of service. This could be if she's always saying you never do the dishes. I'm always the one who's having to do the dishes. I'm always taking the trash out. I'm always doing this. I'm always doing. And you hear those those really grinding, nag 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 words. A lot of times, that's she's telling you. Hey, my love language is word acts of service. I need you to do some things around the house to show me that you love me. All right. And maybe that is mowing the lawn. Maybe, uh, your, maybe you, your love language is acts of service. And so you bring the shoes in and you, uh, in the wintertime and you warm them up. So she doesn't have to put her feet in cold, wet shoes. You know, there's things that we do. You can pay attention. And if you look and you sit back and you watch and examine and, and, and uh, really focus in on what's going on, you can see what those love languages are. Now, the last love language is the physical touch. And yes, that also includes sex, but it's not limit, It's not only sex. It is you, you know, maybe you have to, You, as your wife walks by, you're, you know, you kind of put your hand on her shoulder or you touch her, touch her, her back a lot. For me, I, uh, to, uh, physical touch is one of my main, is my number one love language and, I know that simply because, whenever I'm we're in bed together and I'm going to sleep, it, she's my wife. She's a, she's a night owl. She sits. A, she'll read or watch television until you know midnight, one o'clock in the morning, and and I'm an early bird, so I go to bed around ten or eleven o'clock. Eleven o'clock is real late for me, and so whenever I go to bed and I'm myself comfortable, I'll roll over on my side and I'll usually will have my hand touching her somewhere, either it's on her back or on a leg or somewhere. I'll, I'll be touching her somewhere. And for me, that's just, it's comforting just to be able to touch her that way. It's it's, she's, she's kind of like my security blanket, you know? And so just being able to touch her is comforting to me. I like being able to touch her. Now, is that her emotional uh, love language? I honestly, I don't think so. I think if I was to guess what my wife's love languages are and I've been going through this uh, through the process of getting it figured out, I think hers are acts of service and words of affirmation. But it could also there also could be some gift in there, too, because she does love to give gifts. So but anyhow, get those figure out what her two main love languages are and start speaking those love languages. And that will turn your, take you from being just regular Joe into super, super hubby in very, very little time. Now it's not going to be right off the bat because she's, if it's been a long time and she's been hurt for a while and she's been out of, out of uh, been running a negative uh, balance in her, in her, in her, in her love account for a long time, then it's going to take you, you know, showing her that you're serious. You're not just trying to throw, trying to build it back up to zero. You're trying to start overflowing it and start dishing out a lot of returns into her investment. So it's going to take a while and it's going to take a long while for some, some, it, you may end up, uh, seeing that old, uh, old girlfriend of yours really blossom and become this, uh, the, the giggly girl that she used to be. But to start, you have to start actually making an effort. Don't wait for her. You do. You're the guy. You can do it. The, another thing that happens is men stop talking. Um, it's, uh, you get home. You sit down. You watch television. She's in the bedroom. She's on her own television. And y'all don't say, you know, 15 words to each other. You want for supper yeah okay let's go get some food you go get food come back and that's all you need to talk a little bit about the day but there's nothing y'all don't have long deep conversations all the time now this works into you know the the quality time and but at the same time y'all need to talk more often you need to talk just a, not about you know day-to-day business but goofy stuff like what's happening in the world what's not happening in the world um here so and so did such and such you know get a little actually have conversations start connecting on different levels. another thing that uh is um uh, that's killing managers is that y'all people have stopped becoming spontaneous now it's not that you have to all spring a trip to 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 Paris on her, but you know maybe one day out of the week or you know once a month or so you're you uh, come walking in, you set everything down, you go, hey, pack a bag. We're going to go spend the night over in, say, the city, the next city over. Uh, or you're going to go down, you know, you're going to go just spend a couple days someplace else, just out of the blue. Maybe she's a camper and she said hey, uh, grab, grab stuff, we're fixing to go camping real quick. We're going to go spend the night out in the woods. You know, if you... Uh, you can do that. You can be spontaneous. Don't have your day planned out every second of the day. Make sure that you have those those. Hey, here's a here's something. And because if you stop being spontaneous, your life will uh, just slip by, and that's what causes the next problem. Then the reason why marriages fail is because y'all you are drifting. Drifting is that case where. You really don't have a point. You're you kind of have an idea of where you would like to go, but you're you don't have a rudder. You don't have a sail. You're just drifting, and you figure you'll wind up wherever it is you're supposed to be. Well, that where you're supposed to be might be you know flat broke and divorced if you're doing it that way. But if you grab a hold of the uh, of the helm and you actually control the rudder of your life. You can. You're more likely going to land up as rich and successful than if you are to just, you know, leave it to the to the, the to the winds of fate because the winds of fate are not going to know where you want to go. And then finally, as and we talked about it before, your your four one one or all of your four pillars have collapsed. Start getting those things built up. If you're wanting help getting your 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 pillars rebuilt, let me know. Go to relaxmail.com forward slash contact. Say hey, I want to get. I need. I've got some weak pillars here. I need to get those fixed, and we will work through it. We'll start uh, start seeing what we can do on getting you up and moving again. So. Guys, with that, I know I have talked way long <laughs> on this one, and I want to go ahead and I want to let you go. I want to thank you very much for taking the time to listen. If you enjoyed the show, you liked it, please share it out with your friends, your family. Share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any place. If it's on Instagram, you know, just take a screenshot of it and share it up there and let let your followers know that you're listening to a relaxed meal. That helps get our our show out. Uh, the knowledge of our show out to everybody because they take the, the recommendations of people who they know um, a lot more seriously than they do the recommendations of a bunch of strangers. But if you do want to go ahead and do a uh, rate and review, if you're on Apple, you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash Apple, and that'll t- take you over to uh, our our page for on on the Apple s- website and Apple podcast site and there you can actually leave a uh, rating and review now that doesn't do anything for our rankings like a lot of people want to think but those who come through and they see Relaxmail and they look and they see that, that hey there are you know 47 uh, likes and a couple un, uh couple uh, or 47 five stars, and there's a couple, three, you know, one or two stars, they're going to, you know, they see that, and they go, yeah, that's a really, okay, I can see why these people are liking this, or I can see why these pre- people aren't liking this. But if you could uh, go and give uh, some five stars, that would do a, a lot for me and help me to uh, know that I'm I'm on the right track. Um, if you are don't have an Apple uh, account, that's fine. You can go to relaxmail.com forward slash Chaser. And there you can leave a reading review too. Guys, thank you again for listening. If you are wanting to get this show dropped into your uh, into your phone or whatever listening device of your choice, you can go to relaxedmail.com forward slash subscribe. And I have got ways for you to subscribe or follow our show. in there we are on. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts. And if you do follow us on Apple Podcasts, once you hit the... Uh, hit the, the plus button go ahead and hit that da- that down arrow that way it downloads and that way you don't have to worry about using up all your data just to because uh, even unlimited data is still limited so down- that way you can download them to your, to your phone and not have to worry about streaming so guys with that I'm going to let you go thank you all again for listening talk to you all next week until then bye